0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbalay and today following on from Paul Brian Hancock's saga. What could I have done differently? Or as Paul would choose to say, what would I have done differently? Academia has always been an incidental thread in my life. My father is an academic. He continues to be plagued with the problems of academia. And my view on academia was almost like alcoholism. There was something that people got into. They had a wide variety of mishaps and follies through this but they couldn't really establish when to quit because for them it still had a kind of intellectual authoritarian element that just kept them comfortable and happy. I have a few friends that are academics. I'm not completely besmirching the profession but for me it was never really an option. There were a few incidental glimmers particularly associated with my physics honours supervisor that I could get into academia quite comfortably, but it just all seemed a little bit too easy. It all seemed a little bit too like a false nirvana. And if there is any theme through my life, it is to avoid false nirvanas wherever possible. The academics that I encountered, certainly associated with my philosophy degree, were outwardly hostile. I think I've recorded a short funk on that previously. So to become a philosophy academic would have been reasonable if I had different academics in the environment that I was studying in, physics struck me as well as something that was interesting, but also not an environment that I really wanted to work in. Through the latter part of high school and my early time at university, I worked at a physics institution called the Research School of Physical Sciences and Engineering. I worked with a variety of scientists, most of them in their 60s and 70s, And it was an amazing opportunity to earn good money, do a lot of programming, drink vast quantities of tea and also talk to elderly scientists. And this continues on in my life because the scientists gave me a number of books and I have a number of cherished, primarily chemistry textbooks from their period of time in university. Amazing works, vast quantities of like information that became illegal very rapidly through the 1960s. But my relationship with those academics made me realise that there was a kind of golden age of science that no longer really existed. These were like the last bastions of science in a form that ultimately not necessarily was about belief, but was about a broader philosophy that had slowly been eroded primarily through industrial, well, how would one call it, private enterprise funding. And I felt that through my degree. The faculty where I studied physics had gotten money from jet manufacturers, laser manufacturers, and ultimately my physics degree was relating to jet-related propulsion and lasers. The stuff that interested me in physics was associated with computer simulation. And through the period of time where I was doing my physics degree, I was also gathering... Maybe infamy, want of a better term, associated with Noble Ape. The first three or four years of developing Noble Ape generated a vast quantity of publicity. And when I did the launch for Isle of the Apes, for example, I invited a wide variety of my physics lecturers to attend. None of them attended. Going through a physics degree as I did, I realised that only a small number of the academics that I interacted with were people who I felt a kinship with. And kinship is important. It teaches you not only that you are part of a group, but also the problems that exist within the group are probably also going to be applied to you. And you need to understand that you could see these problems coming up on the horizon. And certainly what I saw with the physics academics indicated to me that I probably didn't want to be a physicist. To be honest, and you probably already gathered this, developing software was my first and only love. And through doing that, and through doing it even prior to university to a university accredited level, to have graduate students use your compilers and software that you had written, indicated to me that I probably was going to get a job associated with software development in some form, and the potential of being an academic, these kind of things, wasn't really applicable. In the short term, and I've been relatively candid associated with this in previous Short Funk recordings, My aim was to make as much money as I possibly could so I could devote time to my own interests. Things like Nobile, for example. Things didn't quite pan out that way, but I certainly view my choice associated with not being an academic as being a good one and being one that gave me a degree of creative freedom that I wouldn't have had in academia. Ability to turn and twist and move in a variety of directions without peer review, without people looking at me somewhat quizzically with their own particular baggage. And ultimately, I'm satisfied with this choice. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.